Welcome to Scaling with Disha, the show that helps online entrepreneurs to scale their business to six figures and beyond without the hustle or the overheads. I'm your host, Disha Wadup, and I'll be here each week to remind you that you can do anything you set your mind to. Hello, everybody. I am here with Carrie today, and we are talking all about scaling. I am so excited to have Carrie here with us today. Carrie is a nomad living and traveling abroad, currently in Vietnam, morning routine enthusiast, crossfitter, scooter loving, coffee addict, community minded, gluten free foodie that is obsessed with helping clients live lives of freedom. With her MA in counseling psychology, she has been a therapist working in gang prevention and victim services and was the executive director of a highly successful education based nonprofit. Now she's the owner of Set Yourself Free and coaches female entrepreneurs to burst through self-doubt and fear so they can easily hit five-figure months online doing work they love. She loves working with clients all over the world and teaching them how to rewire and manage their brains. No one really teaches us how to master our minds and it is something she is most passionate about. If you want to go out of self-sabotaging behaviors and into your power. Welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. How is life in Vietnam? How are you? Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, Life in Vietnam is really good. It's honestly been one of the best places literally in the world during this pandemic. So I feel so grateful and blessed to be here. Fantastic. And I'm so excited CrossFit is one of my things I absolutely love, but obviously we have not been in a gym for quite some time now. So I'm jealous of your muscles right now. (laughs) (laughs) So how is is building a business in Vietnam and at the moment anyway, how is that going for you? It's going really well. You know, I mean, I think one of the things about for anyone, right, regardless of where you are in the world of having an online business is the opportunities that it presents for us. So, you know, I think right now I'd have to look at my client roster, but I have clients in at least six or seven countries. And it's so cool and wild that like that can be the case for anyone, right? Yeah, absolutely. So what what was it that got you started and how did you end up in in Vietnam? Well, the really short story is I left America in 2017 and I took a job in South Korea. I had previously kind of quit my quote unquote career job, was kind of like checked off all the boxes in terms of the American dream. And I was like, is this it? Like, really? And so I... I had always wanted to live abroad and never had. And so I took a job in South Korea. And then after leaving there, I went and traveled for about three months. And Vietnam was actually one of the first places I went while I was living in Korea. I came on a vacation to Vietnam. And there's just something about it. Like, I just love it. I mean, it's hard to explain if you haven't been here, but the people, the culture, the sites, the food, like, it's just a wild place too, right? Like rules as we know them in the Western world do not apply. Um, but I just fell in love with it. And so something just kind of kept drawing me back. And then when I was on my travels, I was like, oh, I can come back here. Oh, I can rent an apartment for a few months. It's very easy. And I keep trying to leave and here I am. <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Now, I was asking about a month there when I was traveling. Um, and it, it's a, such a fantastic, beautiful country, right? I mean, 
I, d- I love Asia and all its quirkinesses and nothing makes sense, but everything makes sense at the same time. Like it's just a beautiful yep. part of the world. <laughs> Absolutely. So when mm-hmm. did you start your business? Was that in Korea that you started your business or did you do that afterwards? I did that after. So I started a different business. I have, I'm still almost wrapped up with selling it, um, but I'm in the process of selling it right now, or at least the app that I built. So um, I have a gluten-free business and I'm selling that right now. So I started that, um, which was my first uh, dive into the online world when I was in Korea. And it was amazing and I loved it, but it was ultimately like me doing the safe route of what was easy and more comfortable to do online because I was so scared of getting visible and having people like judge me or all those things. Yeah, I remember actually seeing lots of posts about you doing the gluten-free app back when you launched it. I think we've been in the same circles for so long. So what made you mm-hmm. transition from that into what you do now? Um, you know, it's kind of one of those things where you just have that nudge that you're like, like, okay, I know I can do something else and I am meant to be doing something else and using my gifts in a different way. And the the backstory is basically I have a master's in counseling. So I used to be a therapist. And like one of the only real reasons that I was a therapist though was because I loved helping people on this deep level. It wasn't necessarily like that the therapy model fit for me in terms of how I wanted to help people, but I didn't know coaching was a thing. Like I joke, if I, if I knew coaching was a thing back then, like I would have been coaching this whole time. Um, but I just didn't know. And so I remember finding out about the online coaching space and I was like, Ooh, yeah, this is it. This is the thing. (laughs) Nice. And what was the, what's the things that have helped you grow your business since you started? I mean, a lot of a lot of missteps and a lot of trial and error, but at the same time, a lot of doing things before I was ready. You know, I was I was trying to think on like, okay, what what are some of the biggest things? And I would say investing in coaching and support before I was quote unquote ready or had the money, but knowing like, okay, I can keep trying or I can figure out how to find the money and get there faster and hire someone who has done this before and can help me. Because I think just sadly, right, especially as you've been in this game longer, we talk to enough people who invest in the $27 courses and the things and like, it doesn't usually help them get out of their own way and find out how to step into their power and use their gifts to actually make money. And so that's always my piece of advice too. Like, if you're terrified, if you're, you know, considering like a coach or a program or a thing, and you know, it's going to get you there faster, like probably run straight at it. Um, (laughs) I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think there are so many people and I, I'm just writing my, my book at the moment. And I, the, I used to be one of those people, right? The, the freebie sluts, I call myself. Like I, I was one of those people. I downloaded everything. I did all of the low cost courses. And like you say, it doesn't get you anywhere, right? It doesn't, do anything for you. You have to go, go big or go home, as they say. <laughs> I mean, for the select few, right? And like, amazing. If you're the person that's going to like go to the school of YouTube and implement, like, I applaud you. Like, seriously, I am super impressed with people that do that. But they're few and far between. It's just the truth. Like, especially the older that you get, if you've never been an entrepreneur before, because mm-hmm. it's not even just entrepreneurship, it's also online entrepreneurship. And so I find like 
it's just a different, well, of course, it's a different mentality you have to have. It, it can't be the employee mindset that a lot of us are conditioned with when you've worked for corporate or when you've worked for organizations. It's a very different way of thinking. Yeah, absolutely. I at, That transition from, from corporate to running your own business is such a huge leap. It is so, so stressful and so exciting and all of the things all at the same time and very overwhelming, but great experience. Totally. And then I would also say like, know yourself. I mean, I feel like the longer you've been in the game, we all kind of talk about this, like building and growing a business is the biggest thing in personal development ever. But know yourself well enough to know some of the things that you need. Like, do you need to kind of put on your blinders and take yourself out of that comparisonitis before it just happens? Do you need to invest in a mastermind? Do you have peers around you that are cheering you on? Do you need like completely separate stuff that's like not in the business world to make sure you're checking out and having fun in your life. Like I just can't emphasize enough that it's never going to be the same for two people. And so you have to figure out like what works for you and how can you play it the long game? Yes. What do you think is though, would you say there's one thing that you think you need for that long game in business? Or do you think there's a combination of things? I mean, I think it's a combination of things, but I always say like, can you decide that your success is inevitable and that your business is going to be successful no matter what? Like, and it doesn't mean you won't wobble in those beliefs, but coming back to that, like as your foundation, as your core belief, because otherwise, if something goes wrong, if something crazy happens, tech breaks, you, you know, a bad investment, quote unquote, or whatever that is, you're going to use that as evidence to say, see, I knew I shouldn't have been doing this. I'm terrible at this. I suck, like whatever it is. But if you have the belief and the mindset of like, I will be successful no matter what, even if it takes me two months longer than my peers or a year longer than my peers, like who cares at the end of the day, I will get there because then you'll keep coming back and you'll keep showing up. Yes, that's so powerful. Your success is inevitable. Absolutely. I love that. Um, what would you say are two things that you need or you can share with the audience that people need to have in their business as they are growing? So as you are growing or as you are just expanding or doing new things, I think it's so important to have your mindset locked in. And you know that's why I'm a huge fan of daily mindset work. And that looks different for everyone. It doesn't have to be like an actual thing you sit down and do. It can just be witnessing and catching your thoughts. But that is going to be so inevitable for you to hit that next level because I think the lie that just most of us have believed is like, oh, once I hit whatever that number is, it's different for everyone. But once I hit that number, then suddenly everything in terms of like my fear gremlins or my mindset stuff or whatever goes away. And I'm just like, no, in some ways it almost gets louder. It just is like very different looking. Yes. Do you think there's like, I know you said there's different ways to do mindset work, but what would be one thing if somebody is, has toyed with, with mindset work, obviously as entrepreneurs, a lot of people listening would have toyed with, with mindset work, but maybe don't have a steady practice in it. What would you say would be the thing that to get some sort of steady practice with it? Yeah. So personally, I love journaling. Um, not everyone's a journaler, but I definitely invite everyone to just try it on, even if you've tried it and it hasn't worked for you, quote unquote, before. But like 
Why I love it is because if you're in a really charged state or something's going terribly wrong or whatever it is, like you can brain dump it all out, get it all out on paper. And then when you're in a more neutral headspace and you're feeling more like yourself and you're feeling positive or hopeful, you can go back and look at that journal and then you can reframe your thoughts and be like, okay, instead of this, I actually think this. And then you have the foundational pieces of like how to retrain your brain because you had this like terrible moment where you like spewed all your stuff and then you got back to neutral, you felt more like yourself and you're going, oh, I actually believe this to be true. And you just reframe your thoughts in that way. And I find the visual to be really helpful for a lot of us. That sounds cool. Well, I'm going to ask one question on here. And this is from my personal experience. It's like, I never want to write down that negative stuff. Like, I don't want to put that down to paper because then it's like, then it's really what I'm thinking. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) What would you say to that? Like, I am like, oh, if I put that down on paper, then I'm committing to that thought. Whereas I'm trying not to commit to that thought (laughs) and just brush it away and be like, no, thanks. Yeah. So, What I find, and everyone's like different in how they do this, but honestly, the practice that has been helping me the most over the last, like, I don't know, year to two years, I would say, is this whole concept of letting go and the difference of letting go versus resistance. And so why I say this is because I think what happens is when we're in resistance to our negative thoughts, we're just keeping like closed fists around it versus open hands of going, huh. My brain's feeding me these lies. My brain's job is to protect me and keep me safe. So that's okay. I don't have to judge myself for writing this down on paper. Like I'm a human having a human experience. And then you can like feel your stuff that you need to feel around it because otherwise it's going to show up somewhere else in your body or your lived experience where you probably don't expect it and don't want it. So that would be my answer of like, don't give your time, energy, and attention to it like 100% of the time. But like spend those five minutes, those 10 minutes, whatever you need to get it out and feel it and then do your work to shift it. Yes, that is, uh, that's really cool. I am, I had a massage recently and she was like, you hold a lot of tension and around your muscles. I'm like, yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know this. I just don't do anything about it. (laughs) Well, because we're so conditioned, right? To like deal with stuff or push through or hold more or whatever it is like well that's just how we're conditioned to be yeah absolutely what what is another thing that people can start to implement in their lives to to be a badass and to get to those five-figure months if they're not already hitting them um for me it's being really simple and basic in your strategy and in your business approach like I think sometimes clients are like, I want to punch you in the face. And many times they, you know, like I joke, I'm like, I just had a client recently. that was like very mad at me. And then she had her first 10K month. And I was like, I promise, I promise, stay with me. But the thing is, it's like, we want to overcomplicate it. We think we have to do all the things. And I'm like, can you just get so focused and laser focused on what you're doing and who you help? Like, You don't have to, I mean, everyone can have their opinion of like how niche down you need to be. And that, you know, is very depending on the program or offering that you have, right? I think it's just a very different experience if you're doing one-on-one work versus programs. Like that's different how specific you need to be. But do you have a way to convey that you can help someone? Like it can be so simple as, 
what is your offering? What problem do you solve for them? And then how are you conveying that in your messaging? Either that's, you know, written messaging, video messaging, podcasting, whatever it is. But like, you just have to be able to communicate that. And then of course, like get good at sales and like all of those things. But you don't really need a lot to hit 10K months, which is like really bad news for a lot of people because they're like, but I'd be doing all these things. Yeah, I right? I am such a guilty person of all of the shiny objects. And when I, when I first started out, I was like, oh, look at all of these things that I need to have in place and all of this stuff. And I'm like, now I just focus on me <laughs> and the place that I am good at. And Facebook groups is my thing. I love my Facebook group. I'm in my Facebook group, my podcast now, whatever it is that I am in that. And then all of the other things can just like float on by. I'm not not engaging in that. Exactly. Yes. And so I love that point because that is exactly it is like focus on your strength and, you know, hire out the stuff that you're not good at or do it until you make enough money that you can hire it out. But like get the respect, like sprint as fast as you can so that you can use your strength because otherwise you're going to resent your business. Yes. I love that. What is the thing that's helped you catapult your business recently? <laughs> um, because I know I've seen you doing amazing things recently. So what has been the thing that's helped you really push that through? You know, it's continuing. to, And this is like so counterintuitive. And it was never what I wanted to believe was true until I started like doubling my income month over month for a while. And that was to celebrate exactly where you are. Like, it doesn't feel like that's enough or true or possible. But it's like, if you have one client, celebrate, like show up for that client in all of your energy and all of your beliefs. And then like, of course, still go do the things to market that you have openings in your business. But like, we make it so wrong so quickly of like, oh my gosh, I only have one client or I only have two clients. And I'm just like, I don't think you're going to get more clients in that place. You can, but you're also going to feel very crappy in the process because there's never going to be a tipping point where it feels like enough. Yeah. And so... I just, I believe in the celebration energy so, so much. And it's why I have my clients, you know, tell me all the time, like, what are you celebrating? What are we celebrating this week? Because it's so important for it to be about the process and the progress versus only the destination. What do you think is the way that you would celebrate? What is one thing that you could say, yes, celebrate this way? Or is there something that you're like, you you must do something or buy something or have something or, you know, have a symbol symbolic action for celebrating? I think it's all like what works for you and gets you like into that vibe. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm not a person that really believes anything I do, like you have to do or one person, someone else has to do, right? I will always share like the behind the scenes. I am an open book in terms of I always am like, I will give away my best content for free. Always. Yeah it's most likely not going to move the needle forward for most people because it's the container and the work when we show up in that energy that it's just very different. But um, some practices like I like are things as simple as, can you put on some good music? Can you dance around? Can you take yourself for a nice meal? Anything really that gets you into that vibe of feeling like I'm appreciating this. I'm grateful for this. And practicing that often, like you don't have to wait until you sign that client. Like literally what is one to two things that you can celebrate each and every day? And like, can you start making an evidence list and celebration list of those things? Because I promise you will create more of that if you do that continually. 
I I created a um a celebration for my for my first ever five figure month, and I had I had in mind that I wanted to buy a fancy bottle of champagne. So with the month that I was going to hit my first 5K, I ordered it already. I, I got it from, from uh, ordered it, it arrived. I put it in the fridge ready and I put a sticker on it that said, open when you hit 10K. And I smashed the target like halfway through the month. And I was like, oh my God, I did it, I did it. And now I'll show you for those that are watching on the YouTube channel, you, I now have it made into a candle. So that it sits on my desk oh my gosh, I love it. every day. So that this is the bottle of wine that I had, uh, the Verve Clicquot fancy champagne that I had when I hit my first 10K month. And now it sits on my desk right in front of me every day. So that I, in a candle form, so that I can be reminded, like I can do this every day. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. Right? I saw it on TikTok. I saw it on TikTok. Somebody had, had opened their fridge and inside their fridge was all the bottles of wine for different uh, targets that they had Ooh. set in their lives with stickers on it. So that it was reminded every time they opened the fridge, like, I can't open that until I hit this goal. You can't open that. Uh, yes, I'm going to do that. And it worked. Hit I want to steal that. I love that idea. Isn't it great? I was like, yes. So a little sticky note on the bottle in the fridge, ready to go. And every time I opened it, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Yeah, that's took so a couple good. Of weeks to actually come into fruition after I put the wine in the fridge, ready. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the other, like a little bit different, but of of remembering as evidence celebration stuff um, that I love to do, and I have so many clients do, is record yourself a voice note. So you can do this either before or after the thing happens. But after the thing happens, it's generally just easier because so many of us are like, but I don't know how I would feel. But I'm like, imagine how you feel. Um, but it's like record a voice note to yourself versus just the journaling because it's great to have the things on paper, but we need that inflection. We need the energy. Like we need all of that, right? And when you capture a voice message to yourself, that will have it. Oh, yeah, that's really powerful. I love that. To, where would you save that and then play that daily or yeah you can just you know most people on their phone can do a voice note and yep. so just save that and record it for yourself and like maybe you play it daily or maybe you play it when you're really down in the dumps and you're feeling far away from a goal or something and you're like wait a minute I just did this amazing thing here's evidence reminding me that I did that and more is possible yes yes that's really cool I I love that so what is it that people can get from you? How can people connect with you? How can you help them hit their five-figure months? Uh, tell us all of the things. Yeah, absolutely. So I currently have an amazing freebie opt-in on my website if you want some great journal prompts. So I had a month last year where I booked over 40 sales calls in a month and made $14,000. And I put it into just a bunch of journal prompts. And it is specific to a lot of things, but I find it's really helpful if you actually go like implement the things, right? <laughs> um, but you can grab that off my website, um, which is setyourselffreellc.com. And then I have a Facebook community. I'm actually doing a big giveaway series right now. So I just had a birthday and I am giving away a bunch of prizes in my Facebook group. So definitely come hang out there. Yeah. I would love to have you. And then I also 
would love to pop on the phone with anyone who wants to have a discovery call if you're interested in one-on-one work. I definitely love it. I find it so helpful to just get individualized support to help you get out of your head, out of your way, and into your power to start making more money. Yes. One-on-one support is so huge. I much prefer one-on-one support to a to a group or a or course. I am that person that never completes a course. <laughs> I have bought a few and they just sit there. You're not alone. You're not alone in that. <laughs> they never get done. There's one thing about knowing yourself, isn't there? And that is one thing. I'm like, I am a one-on-one person. I cannot sign with anybody if it's in a in a course platform. I am not gonna complete it. <laughs> so thank totally. you so much for sharing with us today. I have my three very random questions for you. So what do you do for fun? Um, I would say for fun, I literally am like a CrossFit go to the gym person. That's also like something I do for my mental health, but I love it. Um, and then also just, I'm just such a people person. So drinks with friends, hanging out with friends, like anything that just gets me in good conversation. I love along with traveling, but we can't really do much of that right now. Yes. uh, We can't even go out with friends at the moment. So (laughs) I'm very jealous. (laughs) Okay. What does freedom look like for you? Freedom for me is all about, it's not just like the financial freedom or, you know, the other pieces. It's just all of it. So for me, it's, it's the financial freedom. It's the location independence. It's really also feeling like emotionally free. I think we, in the personal development space, entrepreneurship space, like we do talk about it a lot and also not enough. And I just think it's so important that we like ourselves and love ourselves in the process of it. Um, you know, I think we've all been through our ups and downs. I certainly have of like horrible moments of like, ooh. But at the end of the day, like I don't want to build a business that I don't enjoy, right? Because even if I have the financial freedom or the location freedom, but like I hate myself or my life, like that's not enough. So I need to have all the pieces. Yes. What is one huge personal goal that you would want to tick off? I was like, how do I answer this? I think the one that comes to mind is, it's so random, but it's a travel one. I really want to see the Northern Lights. It is like 100% of my bucket list that I must see. Yes, I absolutely love that. My my big, huge goal is to go to Antarctica. So the opposite side of the world. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. I really, really appreciate it. I hope everybody's got some nuggets from that. I know I have, and I'm definitely going to go and download your journaling prompts as well, because that is definitely something I can do more of. So thank you so much for coming on board. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And I really hope that you genuinely learned something from today's episode. If you found this episode useful, then please hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. I personally read each and every one. Until next time. Bye.